Everybody and welcome to the Anime Boomer Podcast. This is episode number five, featuring Dimitri Monroe. How is everyone doing? We just launched the latest episode yesterday. Well, at least on YouTube, anyway. It was on the podcast feed on Tuesday. That was our episode with Yellow Flash. Very proud, very excited that it's been doing fantastically on YouTube right now. And actually, I am wrong, because this is episode number four. I'm jumping ahead of myself. I can't count worth a shit. That is what is going on. That is what is going on today. So, yes, I was Welcome incorrect. Welcome to the Wii podcast. Obviously, we we're failing at math, because we do a Wii Boo podcast. We watch too much. We watch happy, so Mom. much fucking anime. Watch so much fucking anime that we can no longer do math. It has been pushed out of our brains. This is episode <laughs> number four. See, I, I've already started off on a bad foot. <laughs> I've already fucked it up. I've completely messed up the entire show already from it's, the word go. So how are look, you doing, Spooky? It's better this way. Hello. I also can do math. I think I felt it twice in high school. Hello. Well, I got an F one time and then I got a D. So hello. <laughs> and our guest today, like I said, is Dimitri Monroe. Introduce yourself to hey. the audience. Um, I'm Dimitri Monroe. I upload YouTube videos and uh, make shit posts on Twitter. And that's about the extent of my online career. Based. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what really got you into anime? Me? Um, I mean, like, I, I think it's like most people. It's funny because I actually completely forgot that your your intro was Vegas XLR because that was the first I was asking you whether we should do it. I, you were one yeah, of the people I, I told. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what I was about to say. That was the first thing she told me about. And I was like, all right, well, that's a good sales pitch already. Because um, we dig giant robots. Yeah, I mean, it's a good start, like I said. Uh, Toonami's mostly how I got into it as a kid. Um, and then, like, again, it, like, mine's very standard. And then I was, like, on YouTube, and I typed in, like, anime, and then I started watching Har High Suzumiya, or Lucky Star, on YouTube, you know, part one of, like, 30, with, like, Spanish subtitles or something. <laughs> um, it's pretty much just been downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, I'm a man of many talents. What a way to get in on anime is having to deal with the Endless 8 right off the bat. <laughs> to be fair, Endless 8 was not out at that time, I believe. It's still season one. That was like 2010-ish? Yeah. 20, 2009? I don't... It was like pretty... It was after the big Haruhi hype, which was like... Mm -hmm. That was 2007 to 2008, I believe. Dude, I think the best encapsulation of like that time of anime was Lucky Star. Like, Lucky Star just is... What I love, it's perfect yeah, I, I love culture. I think uh, during that time, <laughs> yeah, and even now, um, because right now I'm learning Japanese. Um, and one of the things I do for immersion is just leave anime on, and like I leave Lucky Star on a lot because it's like very simple slice of life. So the words are you know very common things that I already understand. Um, I really like Lucky Star. I, I can rewatch Lucky Star 
yeah i could rewatch that anime so many times like it because i mean it's so nostalgic and it's like i think it's one of the best slice of life animes up there next to azamanga daya i think azamanga daya mm-hmm. beats it a little bit because i think azamanga daya is not super dated i think because mm-hmm. a lot of the jokes still work that's where like my waifu comes from <laughs> yeah is. that's right oh, from yeah, azamanga daya yeah <laughs> I've never, I've never watched the show, but I've seen that clip for. Should, I mean, you should definitely time. watch it. I think you'd like it. Yeah, I, I really do need to get into more anime. That's one of the reasons I'm enjoying um, learning Japanese now because it's allowing me to watch like a bunch of slice of life stuff that I've just never touched. I used to have uh, Osaka's "Oh my god" on my soundboard. I don't know where it is right now though. It's just the perfect reaction. I, that's John Chan's favorite anime, I think, too, is Azumai Gadaya, if I recall correctly. So, I mean, it's it's really good. There's a lot of, like, early 2000s anime, which doesn't really get talked about as much. Excuse me. Doesn't really get talked about as much because uh, a lot of the Gen Z ears are coming in. And their first anime is, like, stuff like Demon Slayer. And, you know, they're watching, like, Shonen stuff. My Hero Academia. My Hero Lamadankia, yeah. <laughs> Dink, danky ding dong uh oh that we got like a subject to talk about my hero yes actually. we do there is a shitstorm brewing in the my hero academia community over something that the character mineta who's the the purple guy with like oh, the, I'm sorry. What, what do you call himself like grape or something like that as a superhero name he's got the, ball, the yeah yeah grape pad <laughs> who's got the purple balls yeah. that balls. like stick to shit <laughs> yeah he's got, he throws his balls at people but there is a mm. controversy because the last uh, the last manga chapter of My Hero Academia had Mineta profess his undying and eternal adoration of Midoriya, Deku. And Simp. yeah, he's simping, he's simping for Deku. And the shitstorm <laughs> is over the translation of mm-hmm. exactly what Mineta said uh, because they're trying to portray it as Mineta basically saying he wants to bang Deku. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it seemed more in context like he was saying that he was fanboying over Deku, that he's like, you know, like kind of like how how Midoriya loved All Might, you know, he's like, so cool and so badass. And yeah. So I think that's what Horikoshi was trying to imply that Mineta was like fanboying over how cool that Midoriya was like, even though he was like this tough dude, he was also like, you know, crying all the time and very emotional and like Mineta identified with that. But the controversy is over the fact that Mineta throughout the series has been this guy that has been like super womanizing, like commenting yeah. on girls' butts and boobs and, and trying he's to... ugly too. That's, right. the, that's worst the real part. problem that these people have. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's it. Um, like, cause, cause he's an ugly character. He can't mm-hmm. be gay. But I would rather my, you know, hot, sexy anime boy character be gay, so I can live vicariously through it. My watching ooh, them soft peen. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, soft peen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's a here's an example of of an article. This is uh, from Polygon. Yikes! My Hero Academia's most hated character might be its first bisexual. Yikes. That's a way to start a headline. What's also funny about this is there's already a canon bisexual in the fucking anime, so Who is shows it? how much um it's that one girl with the knife, I think. I don't watch my academia. Oh though the stabby stabby waifu one? Yeah. yeah. Yandere? Yeah. Yeah, she she looks like she swings both ways. Right? A lot of girls, a lot of teenage girls love dressing up as her. Like whenever I go to cons yeah. or when they were 
a thing. <laughs> the teenage girls would just, that would be the main people that would dress up like her. So, yeah. you know, it goes to say women, am I right? <laughs> and yeah, see, Himiko, my thing is, Himiko I can, Toga, I can... who has the power to, whenever she ingests somebody's blood, she can like turn into a copy of them. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And my thing is, I agree with Gator that it probably meant that, but like the the whole situation to me is extremely funny because it's like these people wouldn't freak out if it wasn't like they always do this. Every time a character's like, "Oh, I admire this person, I look up to them," if they didn't go, "Oh, this clearly means they're gay or bi or you know they, you know, uh, fuck the straights type shit," right? Um, but because it's that simple, it's like even when this happens, when it's something they don't want. They immediately jump to that area because this is—it's the whole like uh, me me reaping. Ha ha! Fuck! This is great. Me sewing. Oh, what the hell is this? And plus, it's also a joke from Horikoshi on the character of Mineta because you like throughout this series, you've seen him be kind of like a piece of shit towards women, like setting up certain scenarios so he like bounces against the the breasts yeah. of a female character and like admiring Mount Lady's butt and then like, you know, working for her and realizing <laughs> that she's like a fucking slave driver and then just like it kills the it kills the uh the fantasy for him. And then you have this moment where he like professes his lo- undying and eternal love for Deku. Like it's a joke. It's supposed to be it, like it's this very serious moment, and it's a, supposed to be a very emotional moment. But it's also kind yeah. of a, a gag because Minata is like this womanizing, you know, piece of shit. I yeah, it's I a really, light joke. It doesn't take you out of the scene, but it's still like, huh? No, I really chuckle. miss the era of uh, Fujoshi's just admitting that they had a fetish for seeing gay men caress each other's nipples. And now I it's like, oh no, I'm really just an LGBT member. I just love seeing cute boys kiss because I'm also a homosexual. Like, don't you get it? Like, no, you're a fucking stinky Fujoshi who doesn't bathe, who masturbates to the thought of men kissing each other. Which, you know, cute boys kissing each other is fine and all, but like, just admit that it's a fetish. Like, goddamn. I miss it. Yeah. But now it's like it, all this policing. All, yeah, I mean, it always bothers me how these people like, because it's like they try to talk down sexualization and stuff like that. So whenever they do it themselves, they have to dress it up as um, almost like a, a progressive stance to try to justify it. You, it's just I mean, like, if you were just honest, I'd be like, okay, that's cool. Be you like, know, I also enjoy. like watching cute boys kiss too. Yeah, ironically, but yeah. <laughs> Well, it was like the uh, the nor nora noralities noralities. Oh yeah. yeah, the thing that looked like it had a boy OC, but it was a, she identified as a girl. I don't know. She's weird. <laughs> Everyone told me it looked, her OC looked like a deformed version of me. <laughs> she, like if I if I if I ran a classic like YouTube review show, the realities would be the evil Dimitri that would show up. <laughs> She would be, like, super progressive with, like, trans rights every fucking episode. <laughs> but wait, Dimitri, what about trans rights? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pay my know. favorite VTuber to say trans rights. I know we were t- not gonna talk about VTubers since Cody's here, but, like, come on. <laughs> Sorry, chat. Someone, someone in chat actually commented on that. It's like, hey, does this episode have discussion of VTubers in it? Because if it does, I just... <laughs> <laughs> like, I understand. We talked about VTubers, like three ep- uh, two episodes in a row yeah don't worry don't uh, worry I guys just, i'll save you i was just pointing out the hypocrisy of these people that are, like they have to constantly put their political stuff into their fetishization like you just want to you just want to see anime boys kiss you just want to watch cute anime girls like come on it's a fetish and yeah, nothing wrong with that they just want to codify their fetish into being like an officially accepted 
sexuality. So that means it's okay. <laughs> I don't have to feel weird about that- it. <laughs> it sounded like Toad. <laughs> it was uh, Teen Girl Squad. <laughs> Cheerleader, so and so, what's her face? The ugly one. <laughs> yeah, so it's only it's not okay that we have bisexual representation because the character is ugly. These people are shallow pieces of shit. Fuck. Yeah, them. I mean that's the only reason they care. I mean, like we're, we're talking about the girl with the knife, and it's like they always want a bunch of these like murders or abusers to be. Um, uh, bisexual or gay, and it, then it's like when you think, oh, it's because Mineta is a bad person and sexually harasses, but it's like, no, you want actual murderers. You're just upset because he's, like, not a cute soft bean boy that you want to kiss the other cute soft bean boy. <laughs> Don't sexualize her. She's 16, but I can sexualize a 16-year-old boy who wants oh, to yeah. kiss the other 16-year-old boy. That's fun. Classic. <laughs> That's, that right there is the morality, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, Neuralities was found to have, like, uh, Deku and Bakugo slash art, like, on her on her profile somewhere. I think it was on her, like, Tumblr or something. She'd, like, reblogged mm-hmm. it. I think that's right, yeah. After going on this whole fucking rant about My Hero Academia. And, and Dragon like, Maid, yeah. And Dragon Maid, yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she has, like, fucking uh, Bakugo and Deku slash fiction on her fucking Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Has she uploaded Many such all? cases. I think she quit, right? Because she got made fun no, of so much. No, she uh, she just made a video about, uh, I'm afraid I'm going to get canceled. Even though, like, that's basically what she's that, She's begging to get canceled, though. She pissed off anime Twitter. Come on, you can't do that. You don't want to get no, the smug anime profiles in your mentions. Yeah, she she uploaded a week ago. I see. Uh, Kiki's I delivery service. More relevant than ever. I just really like the Kiki's delivery service that someone did, which they they intentionally changed her race, right? And then someone made her look re- really racist, like she had like a bone nose and was eating watermelon. Caricature, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was really funny. I don't know if you can. I mean, show I, it on I, I, I mean, honestly, most of, like I, I mean, people can draw whatever the fuck they want. I don't care, but like most race swaps, like the, the progressive ones, they actually look kind of racist half the time I see them because oh, they, yeah, they no. like go straight to like stereotypes. I'm like, uh, what, it's always what, really what point are you making here? <laughs> it's always really funny to me because I believe that's like what happened with the Steven Universe crowd fan base is they uh harassed an artist because she didn't make draw her the Indian girl that Steven hangs out with Indian enough, they didn't draw her with a big fucking beak nose. So they're like, that's racist, and you should kill yourself. So, yeah, fuck these people, fuck fan bases, man. See, this <laughs> is why this is why Tumblr never should have banned porn because all of those people leaked out from Tumblr, and now they're on Twitter, and now they're on YouTube, and now they're literally everywhere. They're on Discord, and they're just corrupting everything that they touch with their <laughs> crazy slash fiction and their their fangirling and fujoshiing. Yeah, it was like it was basically the equivalent of Panda's Pandora's box being open when Tumblr died down. Like they were contained in their own little bubble, <laughs> and now they're everywhere, infecting right. the rest of the internet with cancer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want to talk about Digimon next? Yes, I My do. My transition was much smoother than that. Spooky. I'm very disappointed. Well, you you can smooth these fucking nuts in your mouth. Okay, that's what you can do. 
<laughs> you That's might have okay. to censor that. I'll cut that. I'll cut that part out. I'll, I can blank it. Not the whole thing. Don't let Spooky insult me. <laughs> All right, so Legally, that's not allowed. No, what you should do is just take out what I actually said. And just put, I love you, Demetri Most. Please smooth your nuts in my mouth. That's what I really want. <laughs> so true. So true. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, anyway. Digimon, right, right. Yeah, yeah, it's Digimon, Digimon. So there was a stage reading recently for the Digimon Tamers characters. Uh, Digimon Tamers was the third season of Digimon, which had no continuity from the first two which was adventure one and adventure two it set up like a whole new team it had like these digimon cards like that was the gimmick was they were trying to sell the cards and the card readers and stuff like that so they did like the stage play and the villain of the stage play was literally cancel culture like that was his attack was political correctness and like, all of fucking anime Twitter is hopping mad about this because, of course, you know, a lot of weebs are leftists. And so they see, you know, the cancel culture political correctness thing as an attack on them personally. So they've been spurging out about how Digimon is racist and the creator is racist. By the way, the creator of Digimon Layman. Tamers... It's the same, yeah, the same person that created Serial Experiments Lane. Based. And it's so funny um, when you, like, compare all of the messages behind Serial Experiments Lane and what we're seeing today. Like, not only is this guy pretty based, but he also nailed it on the head. Or it's like you can make your, <laughs> I, well, I it's been years since I've seen Lane, but I believe, if I remember correctly, it was about, like, almost creating your own reality and being consumed with technology that... It overwhelms you, right? Exactly. I, I think that, yeah. Well, uh, this is my about favorite. A, sorry. Sorry, go on. You go. On. I said I, I thought this was like in a main series line. I didn't. I, I read it. I must have skipped over the word. It said stage play, stage play. So it's even more autistic than a fucking anime. It's a fucking like gay little stage play where they put on furry costumes and role play. That's funny. <laughs> to be fair, the Digimon were not dressed up as Digimon. Oh, they were. <laughs> no, they're just on. It was just at the VAs on the stage. Um, it was like for Digifest this year. Oh, okay. So they're just acting uh, out. Okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, my favorite part about this is like it's specifically the people who like every time there's 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 some political message inserted that's really um on the nose or whatever. They're like everything's political. You just have to take it. But now that it's suddenly the opposite of like their beliefs because they don't actually believe that they just want their own things pushed. Um, mm -hmm. Now it's a problem. Things can't be like this. So in order to state that he's wrong, the cancel culture doesn't exist. He must be canceled. Good train of logic. I mean, ultimately just proves him right. <laughs> it just proves that he was yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, like these people are such like, they're so pussified that they, that the writers, the translators, didn't want their names to be associated with the company that actually does the translating. They're like, we respect these people, and they're wanting to be private. Because we're a, a fucking super... This guy's supposed to be a villain, right? No, like, yeah. Also, it's so funny. They're like, this right-wing this right-wing right stance. And it's like, the whole thing is just like, you are not immune to propaganda. Censorship bad. Like, why is that a right-wing stance now? That used to be the opposite. Because <laughs> Trump said it at one point, and anything yeah. Trump says is, is bad. Yeah, there you go. We got the screenshot Even right. though, like, I mean, Obama said similar things all the time, but people would just immediately forget that. Oops. 
Not to get super political here, but I mean, it's true. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I should just put this fucking disclaimer like on the front of our <laughs> podcast. Just write this right there because I'm just like, yeah, no, that's about right. <laughs> just write fucking there. This program promotes far right politics and conspiracy theories. The views and opinions expressed here. <laughs> Gator's just a mini Alex Jones at this point. Let's be real. Mini. <laughs> He's already He's not... <laughs> Let me tell you about the water filters, okay? These water filters are the best water filters that you're ever going to try. Let me tell you about the anime making people gay conspiracy theory. <laughs> I don't like a putting chemicals in the water that turn the freaking weebs gay. <laughs> Sorry, <brother. That's> It's not. It's not chemicals in the water. It's a bunch of soda pop. Is what it's doing. It's Mountain Dew. <laughs> I don't like putting chemicals in the remune. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you Alex Jones watches anime. He just doesn't ever. I, bet, I bet Alex Jones watches this specifically. This is where he gets he, all his opinions. He watches Lucky Star. <laughs> <laughs> He could, he could probably sing the uh, sing the theme song too. I my sausage. <laughs> I probably can still. I I mean I remember um, dancing in my computer being thirteen years old. I probably could still do the dance from memory. Would just like practice it all the time because it's like that was like a thing back in the day. You guys remember oh, yeah. that? People were posting Post. videos of themselves like doing the dance. I, the the best one was the Gundam one where they had like all of the little Gundam figurines. Uh, stop motion animated to doing the lucky star dance it was just like i remember like one year it was just like 2000 it probably had been like 2007 where it was just like all the cosplay competitions were all just them cosplaying our hara yukai and (laughs) i remember this one time specifically i wish i could remember the video but they were dressed up as like dead or alive characters doing the hara hara yukai and they're filming it right because it's like janky 2007 and all i hear was some dude in the background yell please don't be fat (laughs) (laughs) oh god that was that was that was that that particular era when like everybody wanted to post videos of them doing all these fucking weave dances and (laughs) better times to be honest Mm -hmm. yeah i miss cringe weaves me too there was this uh there was this uh site on something awful it was uh Cliff, uh, Cliff Yablonski hates you or whatever it was. And mm-hmm. he used to post like the most cringe fucking photos from like anime <laughs> conventions. And he would just ruthlessly shit on them. And it was so fucking funny because you'd like every single time it would always be like, you know, the fat, the, the fat guy dressed as like, you know, Naruto or the, or the fat chick dressed as uh like nami from one piece or something like that that? (laughs) he would always just like have these funny fucking lines about it i feel like i feel like fat people don't dress up as much as like the sexy characters anymore i feel like people have been shamed which is it's a shame (laughs) they should be loud and proud because those 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 pictures back in like the early 2000s still get shared in places yeah, because they, they're just, oh, they're so good. Seeing these these people that don't wear makeup, they rarely bathe, they eat nothing but Cheeto dust all day, dressing up as a sexy anime character. It's so good. Now, now Let it's them like embrace you, the culture. 
Yeah, well, it's like you can't dress up the ad- sexy anime character unless you're an attractive woman, or else you'll get like shit canned on social media. So now it's like a higher standard. People dress up for their body types now, which is not funny. <laughs> <clears throat> I just miss when I miss when, like, when fandom culture was just like, I, like, yeah, it's cringy, yeah, but it's like it's it was fun, and now it's all like we have to cancel the creator because they. They drew their own character in a swimsuit or this and that. Just like random shit you see from people. Horikoshi made a reference to some uh, like Japanese group from World War II. Mm -hmm. So Horikoshi has to be canceled forever. And they like literally sent like threatening letters to him and and stuff like that. And he he actually had to come out and apologize for that particular reference. Even though like the doctor guy that made the reference, Mm -hmm. he's supposed to be a villain. He's supposed to be a bad guy. Yeah, I mean, these people have no sense of nuance. It's like if they see something in the work, they're like, this is in support of said thing, right? Like, they can't comprehend literally anything. I mean, even with the Digimon thing, again, the villain was the one spouting cancel culture and shit. Yeah, too bad cancel culture doesn't work unless you're a pussy. <laughs> like It's either uh, that or if it's under, a, I mean, if like your corporate head up falls into it then yeah but like it's like it's but that's i'm I mean, canceled you, every yeah i'm canceled every rare. week i'm fine yeah well like it's yeah. i mean you hear about these influencers who lose all their brand deals or whatever like look at like tana Mon- mongoose Mon- mongo blonde chick mm. big tits um tana so, Mojo? yeah so she got canceled from fucking idubs i didn't know who the fuck she was before idubs then she got canceled by him and she got you know attacked or whatever but like she she's thriving now like she still has her career so it's like i don't know you can't cancel something you don't own. If they don't own yeah, your career, much. they can't cancel you. They can just like make fun of you, and that's it. Unless you're like your corporate, whoever you're working with gets rid of you. But it's again, I feel like that's more rare than people let on to be. You just hear about it a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you hear about it because it's like actually shit. But yeah, I agree. For the most part, like the the worst thing you can ever do is like bow down to it because once you give them power, it just gets worse. You can't like, if you don't care. Apologize. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you if you don't care, then it's like. They, they they seethe over it. They can't do anything. And it's like, you just keep going. I mean, that's a... I don't know if you want to transition uh, here, but, like, that's a Aether situation. The artist's a really yeah. good example of that. Hope, see, and dilate. See, Spooky? I'm better at your job. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you be a podcast host. <laughs> so this was a tweet from Daft Pina. It says... Artist warning with the big red, uh, big red stop sign there. It says Twitter artist Aetherian Art likes to frequently say the N word and other slurs amongst claiming that the LGBT are mentally disabled. Please Based. retweet to get the word out. <laughs> There's more in this video, and I of course have censored all of the uh, the N bombs and the F bombs and all that, all that fun stuff in there because all, yeah. <laughs> this is going to be on YouTube later. So you know I gotta. Yeah. Do my due diligence here, so Susan will let let me stay in the sandbox. Yeah, we all get to play in our little autistic sandbox. My, my favorite part about this video was is like, because obviously even here he's dressing it up as like some some super secret, like he doesn't want anyone to know he's this edgy. But like in that video himself, and if you just go to his Twitter, like he's very openly, like he obviously doesn't say the n words. It's Twitter; he doesn't want to fan. But, like, he's very openly edgy, and he's, like, very honest about, like, oh, I want to get canceled, this and I want to get over with. So it's, like, they always try to dress it up as this super secret, they don't want you to know thing, but it's, like, that's just Aether. This is how the guy is. And, and he's it's like, black no one cares. and gay. Yeah, well, I, 
<laughs> it's funny. I don't even know if he is. Um, I think he. I think honestly, I think he might have just said that to make the point. Like it really doesn't matter. Well, it reminds it's, me a lot of uh, this guy Technicals, who has the same like style technicals. of humor, where he's like super fucking yeah. offensive, and that's just that's just how he is. That's that's the joke. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did that whole it's, video where he was just like winding up trying to find. You know, basically, the punchline was the N word. <laughs> it was well, like it, it was hilarious. It's funny. It's funny how it, so like what he does is like he calls people specifically like the Smash fighting community out on their bullshit. And the most I can do is like, you, you're mean. You said mean thing one time. And they're like, well, you tried raping a kid. So, like, that doesn't yes. fucking matter. So, fuck you. It's, it's literally the image of, like, oh, I may be a pedophile, but at least I'm not rude. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, that's the beauty of it, right? It's like these people, they all have skeletons in their closet. I'm sure even, like, Daft, um, I can't say it. Daft Pina. Daft Pina. Daft penis head. I was gonna call him ah. something else. So uh, I, I have a very uh, specific name I like to give this dude. I call him Daft. Uh, you know, another word for a vagina, if you will, <clears throat> because he is one. But like, I'm sure he's got skeleton in his closet. The girl he worked with, which is Beta Inferno, who did voiceover, she like used to hang around the Oni place people and all these new ground people. And they're like she's going through some weird exodus where she has to apologize for all of her bad behavior by shaming other people because she used to enjoy edgy humor. Like fuck these people. Yeah, I mean these people always end up overcorrecting. I, I said it earlier when we were talking through this, but it's like with Aaron, how he you know he used to drop in or he used to do this and that, but now he's like any form of like edginess is absolutely awful. Um it's like that's what these people always do to try to like hide their shame of it. They they basically overcorrect and say that no, and it's like fine if someone changes and like doesn't want to act a certain way, but it's the whole like censorship of others that like no one can be like that now. Well, it's also the fact that like Aaron is out there actively being like uh, holier than thou to other people that still like edgy yeah. humor, trying to pretend like you know the entirety of Game Grumps doesn't exist. Yeah, they used to drop the N-word on Game Grumps a few times, if I remember correctly. Aaron, don't say the N-word. Like, just, again, if you... Uh, we talked about this a little bit before. I was like, if you guys want a, a hoot, just watch the N-word compilation of Aaron Hansen. Because anytime he tries to moral fig on Twitter, he uh, people bring that up and share it to him. Because, I mean, he's a direct hypocrite. He just, like... He's, he's, they're more, because all these people, like, I don't know about Daphne, but I know Beta Inferno lives in LA. They live in these fucking vapid cities with all these vapid people. And they hang around them and they're like, well, I have to be a part of this cult like mentality where I have to agree with them because if I don't, if I don't think exactly like how my friendos do, then I'm basically a transphobe, a racist, or whatever. And it's like, you guys can't think for yourselves and keep to your own, like, morals because you have to constantly clout chase and impress other people. When it was like, when it was convenient for you to be edgy and clout yourself at that, then that was fine. But now that it's more socially acceptable, I guess, to be more censored, now you're clout chasing off of that. And you guys are just, you're hypocrites and you're shallow and you make unfunny, shitty content. <laughs> Daft Pina, Aaron Hansen, Beta Inferno. Like, you, you guys just, you're, you're, you make really vapid content. Like, no well, one's going to remember to you guys. They're trying to pretend like because YouTube's standards have changed for what they're willing to accept, that it's some like moral thing. It, it really has nothing to do with morality in terms of YouTube. It has to do with money and advertisers. I mean, we're on like our what? 
20th adpocalypse at this point. And they're trying to pretend like all their old content just doesn't exist. That they, oh, what are you talking about? I've always been a fine, upstanding member of the YouTube community. I made I a no never... zap apology, guys, on Twitter. That counts, right? Come on, I did it that one or two times. Apologize for saying the N word. That should count. That's the only thing that matters to these people. Like they, they, they write like a note sap apology while they're taking a shit, and then they post it on Twitter, and they think that's like enough to uh, cleanse them for, for their sins. And then they just try to like moral fig the whole time toward other content creators who they used to be on good terms with, and it's really shitty and shallow and uh, bitchy and two faced. Like they're mean people. These are mean girls in a way. I wonder if I can find one of Aaron Hansen's like a- apologies. I'm pretty I sure might. if you Google Aaron Hansen apology, I'm, 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 that's what I'm doing right now. I wanna, yeah. so, <laughs> let me see if I could find one of these apolo- these hilarious apologies. I wonder if I have in my little Aaron Hansen doc I have here. <laughs> oh, here it is. Here it is. I was, this is I was from say, August. Every time I talk, you spooky Aaron comes up somewhere. <laughs> well, I know uh, Spooky at one point was uh, working on like a full Game Grumps yeah. video. Well, it's uh, so it's been put on the back burner because I've had someone like trying to edit for me, and it's it's not that well written, so I might have to just scrap and read it. That's why I haven't like posted anything in nine months because I'm working on two big projects. So mm-hmm. I'm not Here's trying. To, I'm not. One. I'm trying to be shitty, guys. I'm sorry. It just oh, happens. Oh man. <laughs> well, now you're doing the podcast too. So, so if you want to get uh, you know, your spooky time in. You watch the Anime Boomer podcast until her next video comes out. So there you go. <laughs> Good marketing. And if you're listening to the, if you're listening to this on YouTube, just go and post in the comments. Say "Spooky for Life" if you're a Spooky fan, or if it's, <laughs> or if it's, okay. if it's on Anchor Anchor.fm slash Anime Boomers, you just uh, just at the Anime Boomer podcast Twitter and just say "Spooky for Life." Yeah, I'm, I'm, if anyone's <laughs> listening to this and wondering where I've been my YouTube, I haven't deserved it. I'm just working on projects. Projects that are really big and take a long time. So, sorry. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> my, my current video is like over an hour long. So, I've been working mm-hmm. on it for like two months. And like, I'm not, I'm not even like properly voicing it yet. That's like just scripting and shit. Yeah, it's the research that takes so long, which is the funnest part, yeah. but it's like, takes a long time. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this uh, no tap apology. <laughs> this is just pure yeah, cringe of policy from from Aaron Hansen at Ego Raptor on Twitter. I'm, try, I'm trying to think should I should I like try to do the Aaron Hansen voice? Or yes. Should, should I read it like the uh, like the old Confederate general? <laughs> Aaron, do it like Aaron. Aaron. Aaron Hansen. But, no, say it. Don't say it like calm like Aaron Hansen. Say it like how he's oh, actually God. writing oh, yeah. it, like where he's like pissed off. He's like, I appear like he's like being a brat about it. That's how I'm sitting here trying to take a shit, and all these people on Twitter are trying to fucking cancel me. <laughs> I show, I show what's up. I show what what's for. All right, here's my here's my twit longer. I appeared on the trending tab today. It's being used as an opportunity to bring up problematic things I've said or created in the past. I've spoken about this before in various forms, but I want to be as visible as freaking possible for young folks who were like me when I was that age. I used to be an angry kid. Piss and vinegar. Anything goes. I know now, and I've known for quite some time, that certain words hurt, and I'm ashamed of having used them. I've made jokes that aren't okay. I've said words that are hateful. I have hurt folks with my shitty words. To those I've hurt, I'm sorry. Oh, God, oh, God, oh. 
uh, you know what? No one should hurt because some kid thinks he's above it all and thinks he can say anything he wants. You all deserve respect, no matter what you look like or where you're from or whatever. I don't, I don't really care about this, but I gotta put it in there because I'll... I gotta get that money, Dan. I gotta get that money. I love money and respect. I love money, money. Dan. I love money, Dan. I love money so fucking much, and I gotta. I did not give you the respect you deserve when I said those things years ago. Aaron, Aaron, it's okay. It's okay. Just calm down. Shh, shh, shh. Just let it. Just let it go. Let it all out, Aaron. Just let it all out. You're, you're doing Plop, fine. You're doing shit fine. And toilet. <laughs> Plop. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. I realize there are young folks who look up to me, who invite me to their lives by watching my shows frequently, and I don't want them to think that using hurtful words and making hurtful jokes is okay. It's not. It never was. It never was, Dan. You're doing fine, Aaron. You're doing fine. Don't don't lose your composure. Don't hey, lose Aaron, your composure. did you know that I'm Jewish? <laughs> Sex. It's wrong and hateful, and I don't approve of it. It's a damn shame that I had to act out in my youth at the expense of others in order to learn what was right. I hope many young folks after me can skip the acting out part. It's not a necessary step for growth. I know this may become a discourse about cancel culture. It's a complicated topic, sure, but at the very least, people are right to be upset over things I've said. They are right to want an apology or accountability or some other bullshit. I'm grateful that people feel empowered to speak up about things that hurt them. Holding people of influence accountable for their actions is a good thing. We are people who get to say all kinds of things and have people listen to us. I think it's a reasonable request to ask us to listen back. Okay, but apologize to JonTron and OniPlays, you fucking piece of shit. Apologize yeah, to all the people. You guys are gonna have Aaron here. Yeah. Dan, too? He's an all-star cast. We're we're busting out the we're busting out the red carpet or I guess the the, <laughs> the red bathroom carpet I guess. Uh just to wait. People are bringing things these things up to flame you, but everyone knows this isn't the thing people are actually annoyed by. Yeah, like they're more annoyed about you being two faced. Oh yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was. See now I've fucked my voice up. So now my voice is gonna crack every five minutes like Aaron's. Yeah, that was a tweet by uh, Justin Wang replying to it, and this is back in 2019. Well, like, yep. it, I mean, that's the thing. I, I forget exactly what, what Aaron said during this time off the top of my head. But, like, he, he's saying, like, yeah, you know, they're bringing up your pet, the past to piss you off. But there was something else he said. In, oh, wait, this might have been during the um, Sir Palo situation. Yeah, it was during the Sir, Sir Palo situation where he was being shooting, shooting to him because Sir Palo made a video making fun of commentary, like, animated channels, you know, like. Dude, that's relatable. You guys remember that? Oh, Aaron, God, it's been a long time. Holy Aaron crap. Aaron said, that's bullying. And then Justin Wayne was like, that's okay. So people are trying to make you pissed off because you said the N-word a lot. But <laughs> people are actually mad at you for being an asshole and trying to act like you're better than everyone else. Because you're saying Sir Pelo should be shamed for making fun of other content creators. Where Sailor Sir Pelo just, it wasn't that offensive. It was just like... I was going to say, most people took it, like, you know, on the cheek. Like, it was funny. It wasn't, like, mean-spirited. No, he's not a mean-spirited person. He just likes parody stuff. So. Yeah, it was it was just a joke. It's like when, um, what's-his-face made those, uh, the video about Tumblr that, like, pops up on Recommended at least once every couple months. You know, where it's making fun of all the different Tumblr stereotypes. Like, that's problematic, you know? I can't remember the name of the guy that made that, but, like, a lot of people got pissed off about that. 
Jello Apocalypse. <laughs> that was his name. Jello Apocalypse made that. Oh yeah, the made that... <laughs> Yeah, made those videos like shitting on all these different internet communities. No, no, I meant like he—he's literally a diaper fetishist. Like he, that's. <laughs> yeah, that's... that's what makes it funny. That's what makes I it remember so funny. Tim the other day, and I just laughed. I was like, "This guy, this dude has a fucking fart fetish. He's fucking ancient, <laughs> and he's telling he's me how degenerate. to vote. Fuck him." Yeah, that was his. That was his mea culpa. You know, for making all of those videos shitting on all these different internet communities was making a video being like, go out and vote. Orange man, bad. Oh. You know, and then everyone fart found noises. his fart fetish videos on Tumblr, or no, on DeviantArt. On DeviantArt, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, people would have noticed that he has the exact same art style. <laughs> Fucking DGen. Speaking of DGens, you want to talk about Christian. Oh, I was, was waiting for oh, it. Yeah. There was like a dramatic I, pause right there. <laughs> dun dun dun. I, I think this. What a I motherfucker. Think, I think this image right here, the the JoJo Photoshop. That's him. That's, that's him heading to the female prison right now. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh no. Well, you know, actually, they've changed his yeah. uh, his. his gender identification or whatever his her gender identification on the official prison form now because under the, way, the state of misgender christian by the way if you guys are easily triggered i know this is full of boomers that probably don't care but uh that's something we could also bring up the whole gender identification of mm -hmm. fucking of a man who raped his mom uh spoiler alert sorry see my thing with, with christian is pretty crazy because like i don't really have much interest in like locale type like finding out like this and that like like even when we were talking earlier about like the 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 speaker talking about like fat people like dressing up like i don't care about any of this stuff but it's like i cannot avoid the chris chan lore like i'm well versed not because i want to but because of the infamy of all of this plus you're place. a sonic fan oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the initiation of <laughs> i kind of feel bad for sonic fans because it's i mean sonic as an actual series like sure there's like plenty of like dumb shitty games right like happens but i think sonic as a whole is like a game series it's it's okay it's an okay game series and the people that like sonic they can make some really nice art like i was recently actually speaking about you plays i was watching them play that uh fan-made sonic game which has like the doom mod attached to it you know what i'm talking about uh, Dimitri, are you talking about Sonic Roboblast? I think so. Or it's a it's a Doom mod game, but it's completely fan made. Yeah, you're talking about Roboblast too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I did a um, members only stream where I played uh, Roboblast two part. It's very fun. <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks super like fluid. Um, let me yeah. see. There's I, a, I, a I, Mega I, Man I in game general like love now. Doom. May, are you talking about Mega Man Eight Bit Deathmatch? <laughs> Yes, yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. Cause, uh, Cody, <laughs> Cody was showing me that the the Mega Man yeah. game. I'm, mean, you know, that reminds me. I need to, I need to actually like go and download that. You should. It's fun. We did a. I got. It was another member stream we did where we had, had a big wide server with like 32 people playing. Uh, I love Doom. Um, specific, like not even just like the gameplay of it. Like obviously that, but the the style of it, like the artistic, like with the Pixar and like the. Uh, the, the mixture of like 3d graphics sometimes into like boomer shooters i just love the way that looks it's so cool yeah it's just it's unfortunate that a lot of sonic fans because i mean they're i mean they're known for being autistic because it's sonic but, but a lot of times they get compared to people like chris chan who is just in like a 
not a good person. Was yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, Chris Chan's problems unironically have nothing to do with Sonic, but like, yeah, no, I feel bad because I, I mean, most like again, it's kind of like the weeb stuff from earlier. Like, yeah, it's cringe, but it's like it's almost kind of like charming in a way. Um, Chris Chan being charming. Um... Well, no, no, not Chris Chan. It's like <laughs> Sonic fans. Like, 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 like that, that autism type thing is like kind of charming, just like the genuine, like super obsession. Cause like I'm saying, Chris Chan's like problems aren't because he's a Sonic fan. <laughs> this goes really deep. So I'm guessing you haven't seen like the Chris Chan 60 part documentary by Gino. I, I have not. <laughs> no. It's, I mean, I like it. It's really good. It goes into like very specific details about Chris Chan's life. Cause it's almost like. When people see 60 parts, they go, fuck, that's not going to... No, 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 no. I'm not going to watch that, whatever. And they get really pissed off. But in actuality, I feel like I'm about to sneeze. Oh, sorry. Well, in actuality, Gino Samuel going into this... Sorry, it went away. Gino Samuel going... Just make sure to add the stream to the $20 patron or the... I'm going to make a a spooky weeb trash sniffing compilation is what I'm going to (laughs) do. Sneezing. (laughs) Ugh, we were into that. Um, anyway, like I was trying to say, but um, the reason why it's like sixty parts because it almost like when you hear all this build up, especially with Chris and his relationship with his dad. Whenever he's going to all these stories and about Christian, and then you hear stuff when when Rob dies, Robert. That's his dad's name, right, Robert? And uh, everyone just calls him Bob. Everyone just calls him yeah, Bob. Bob. Yeah, Bob. When Bob dies, it kind of really hits you because there's things that Christian did which are just so unforgivable. Because Bob wasn't necessarily a nice man either. But Barb was obviously worse. But but Rob, Bob would... He had like the stamp collection, right? And he wrote a whole... Basically, he wrote this whole story about how he wanted Christian to have his own kids and give this stamp collection who may be worth a lot of money one day so they can love and cherish it. Because it took Bob like a lifetime to save all these stamps. And you know what Chris Chan did almost after, immediately after Bob died? Sold all them. And it's just like, whenever Gino gets to that part of like the story, it just kind of like, it's it's like super depressing. So it's, I mean, it's a well-written story overall. About Christian's yeah. life, but it's almost like when people when people see like how like, he's just literally a character. It's a very well written story. I mean, I mean, I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about the documentary specifically how it's written, but yeah, I know you're saying he presents it very well. Yeah, it, I mean, because he's very like almost chaotic neutral the way he describes it, but it's almost like I have, he... I have heard that that it's very um very very just like the facts and like mm-hmm. a, a rundown but... of the situation. But even still, like it's when people see the huge number of sixty parts, they they get really intimidated by it. But it's almost worth sitting there and listening to. It. Keep it on the background while you work or do play video games or whatever, and just listening to it. And then when it gets to the parts where something really depressing happens in Chris's life, you know, it kind of it, 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 it like stings because like, it's just an actual person we're talking about and how he like like everyone's like making motherfucker jokes, but like Christian took advantage of his mom. And, like, that's, I mean, it's fucked up, if you really think about it. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's fucked up, but, like, when you really think about it, this is an actual person. This isn't just a cartoon character we all have been watching. Yeah. This is a person who is 
fucked up his life in basically almost every way possible. So, yeah. I mean, no one could have predicted uh, this current arc. I imagine. <laughs> well, I imagine yeah, no I mean, one had this on their board. I, I know. It's crazy. You would be surprised. You well, would be surprised okay. how many people have theorized that. Okay, know. actually, I, I might take that back because, like I said, I think I, I remember someone talking about something similar where Chris Chan said he had. Um, I believe her name's Barb, right? Some Barb, yeah. yeah. Feelings, yeah. Some feelings toward Barb or something before. Well, yeah, it was always like because I was actually watching the video Flam you gator it was like a scuffed gator time it was also no it was a uh, scuffed trr with uh, me flamenco rand null and gino samuel talking about mm-hmm. chris and that got brought up too like two years ago where it was like people are saying this is a weird relationship that they have and they're cuddling every night and they touch each other like she's laying like, like he's trying to fuck her i remember that sticking out really really bad and then now this regulation, this all this stuff came out, and I know like you guys are like arguing right now, Gator, like you and Null, but I, I but people are like telling Null, like how could you not see this coming, Null? Come on, like come on. I almost feel like with Null's situation in particular, it's because because him and Null had a pretty close relationship. You probably you, you know who Null is, right? <clears throat> uh, he owns the Kiwis. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He, yeah. He right, is right. The, He's the guy the that runs. Yeah. He runs. He runs. Yeah. He runs Kiwi. Yeah. So, yeah. I because they had such a close relationship, well, close enough to where Noel kind of like kept track of Chris's finances. Finances was, from he, oh, was he like his, his wrangler, basically? His wrangler, yeah. yes, he was. He was his wrangler for a while. And uh, on well, the Ram Ranch. <laughs> so, like, he would uh, look at the emails that Chris had, right? And he could like see his finance. So they had a close enough relationship. But I guess I'm pretty sure Noel heard about that for years. Like, hey, this is a relationship, and then it came out, and some people are like, "How can you not see this coming, Noel?" Like, it's like I don't think people really want they they don't want to believe someone that they're close enough to or like know kind of personally is a monster, right? Like, that's not something people want to believe, and it's probably like, you know, like it's it's like it's a moment of disbelief. Like, you want to keep denying, denying, denying until it actually happens so slaps you right in the face with you know an a, an incest charge yeah like i mean because that's i mean it's awful it's horrible and i think chris chan i mean was it they predict like up to 10 years being in jail a maximum of no less than one but a maximum of up to 10 years and that's just from one of the charges there's also you know potentially elder abuse there's uh there's like four or five different things they could pin on chris and it's i guess we'll see in september i think uh ralph today yeah, said september six yeah six or 16th something like that that they're actually going to have the hearing and they've, they've denied chris's bond so chris is going to have to stay in jail for a month oh my god can we talk about ralph going to see did you see that video can i saw did- the video my <laughs> dude, it, it's funny. I mean, there's the the picture of it I saw first. Like the 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 cops look so photogenic. It was like it looked like a photo shoot for like a movie. Uh, and Christian was like smiling. That's what I was saying. Like it looked like he was happy. He's like, this is what he wanted. The 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 prison with all the boyfriendless girls or whatever. There he were says. several people there trying to film because they're like, there's another yeah. dude in like Chris Chan cosplay along with Ethan Ralph. It was, a, <laughs> it was surreal. 
like I was watching it. I mean, I, I was watching it live, and it was like I'm watching a piece of internet history unfold before <laughs> before my eyes. He just and like I I thought like maybe like Chris Chang got first arrested because obviously Ralph was there. You were going to be calling the hotels, and so maybe like some of the policemen came by. We're just going to arrest him, like just to like have him away from all this, right? Because they'll do that from time to time. Like they'll keep people arrested in jails for their own safety. But uh, no, no. Come to find out, the DNA test from Barb came back, and um, she tested positive for intest. So, uh, yikes! <laughs> I guess. <laughs> And the story just continues to get worse because the same people that have that leaked the original recordings and have leaked uh, text messages and stuff, they continue to talk about the things that Chris said to them. Uh, last night, uh, the breaking news story was that apparently Chris was um, – because Barb is, is disabled. She has dementia or Alzheimer's or one. She has, she has yeah, cognitive impairment, and she yeah. can no longer like feed herself properly or cook for herself properly. So Chris was feeding her, and he was making eggs. And oh, was, no, not this story. Oh, he was what? No, where's this going? Oh. He was busting in the eggs. He busted in eggs. Jesus Christ, dude. It's like a fucking comedy sketch. It's a dramedy. It's a dark comedy. Dark comedy, that's what it is. It's... it's <laughs> And, and you know, there's got to be more stuff like that, like these little tidbits that are going to like slowly trickle out over the next month or so, maybe even the next year or so. Dude, when are we going to have our uh, Hollywood big budget dark comedy called Christian Weston Tranner come, come out in Hollywood? You joke I mean, about it's... that, but I guarantee you that there are people in Hollywood right now pinning a script like, it won't be, you know, CWC or whatever. It's going to be a character that's going to be, you know, just enough like Chris. Kind of like, yeah. There's an episode of Sonic Boom where they wrote, like, an yeah. fan. That's a reference to Chris Chan. You know, I mean, <laughs> well, he's like, it, I mean, Chris Chan is honestly, like, uh, he's, I mean, he's like a celebrity. Like, I, I I mean, there's really no arguments, but he's like an actual celebrity. Because, like, he's also had references, like, in My Little Pony. Well, they draw characters similar to him and his parents. And also you got reference in Sonic Boom, like what Dimitri said. So he's like, he's super well known. I bet you like, what they're going to do in this big Hollywood movie is they're going to make Christian an actual serial killer instead of like a rapist because that's more of a selling point. And he's going to go like killing people in the name of Sonic, you know? Well, maybe not Sonic. They'll, they'll create like a fake sort of character that's, you know, just enough, just enough, like an XP. They'll make like an or XP Sonic character that's like this cutesy cartoon character. And it's like the cutesy cartoon character is telling him, you know, what, what he's going to do. Tell kill him to kill everybody, people. Christian, do it. You yeah, won't basically. get played at all if you don't kill people. <laughs> Man, you guys should do your own pitch at this point. I mean, like, you have to think about it. Norman Bates was based off of um, Ed Gein, right? Who said that there would be something similar with Christian? Although there's a lot of similarities between Norman Bates and Christian. Yeah, yeah, there is. There, There's a lot, and it's it's kind of scary, <laughs> actually. 
<laughs> like a lot. I mean, people like to argue whether or not Norman Bates was transgendered, but I think that Norman Bates just wanted to be his mom. Like, I don't think it was like a trans thing. I think it was just like he wanted. I mean, he's based off of Ed Gein, who literally wore like a woman's suit to be mm-hmm. like his mom, to look like his mom. So it's it's. <laughs> it was there's a, a there's a lot of similarities. <laughs> yeah. It- like we were talking about degenerate right. fetishes earlier in the podcast. Like that's what it was. It was a fetish. It was a degenerate fetish. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a like he really thought he was a woman. He was just so obsessed with his mother that you know that was the end result. You know, in like one of the interpretations, Norman Bates becomes like a normie with a family and a wife. There's like a sequel that I I, I never saw it before, but I heard about it. I was watching someone talk about it on YouTube. And I was like, huh, maybe maybe there's hope. For Christian, <laughs> I mean, Maybe he's I, there, 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 there could <laughs> have been hope at one point, but I think that, and this is another thing I kind of want to get into is that people have kind of been enabling him for years to continue oh, this absolutely. sort of behavior, and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and and all of them are responsible. You know, even even Null, who was kind of being his handler, was was contributing to it. Like despite him, you know, talking about how he tried to go out of his way whenever Chris would say something like completely delusional that he'd always like try to pretend like that wasn't the case. But even that, you know, giving that, that level of interaction with Chris kind of enabled it, you know, ma- managing Chris at all pretty much enabled it. Like Chris should have been cool. in a home. He yeah. Should I mean, have he should have been off home. the internet that for sure. Like get off that dang internet. I'm trying that is that is a that is a clip i've seen (laughs) i remember there's a there's this artist i follow i think i forget his name is it's like hell on fire hell on earth or something and he like drew them as the the typical anime (laughs) girls chris and his father it was quite the trip (laughs) and he's like this aged well (laughs) but uh yeah it's uh i mean he i mean seriously he's really on the internet because i mean chris chad is like i mean like the like the high, the highest extent of a narcissist that you can be, because like even his like dream realm, whatever it all surround. Su- I'm sorry, it all surrounds him specifically. So it's all about him, him getting Quickville, CWCville. Yeah, his his cartoon characters they all live with him. Um, he is the main character of his own story. He thinks everything should be about him. He taught before like, excuse me, before he got um even more crazy. He would like. When there was like a, a quiet period, he would hang out with like furries in this Discord group or whatever, and they would just interact with him and role play with him, and enable that. So it's just like I I don't know I feel like the best thing for Christian was to never be on the internet in the first place because it's just like with any other kind of crazy person, you enable their craziness or not, you just give them attention and don't give them the proper care. They're gonna like yeah. they're just <clears> gonna know, double deeper into it. Yeah. So, I mean, Chris is 40 now. Chris is like... What? What? Really? Yes. Yes. Oh, my. That makes everything so much worse. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they looked 40, but, like, I didn't. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, it puts in perspective. No, like, Chris Chan is fucked, like, for the rest of his life. There, <clears throat> There is no way around it. Like, he... Yeah, it's, it's just... He... He, uh... I mean, there's there's so many. Uh, that's what I'm telling you. You should probably just check out the the documentary thing because the life of Chris Chan is not a, like there's funny moments, but it is mostly just it's it's sad and depressing. And that's why that's why I don't get why people want to interact with all cows at all. 
especially people that like want to manipulate chris chan like that want him to see him suffer like those people are psychopaths like legit oh, psychopaths yeah. like i kind of understand like because Nolan made his whole like one of his biggest career choices was because chris chan existed right so he wanted to kind of help out chris right mm-hmm. but keep it going but to, basically yeah well to keep it going and also like he kind of has to thank chris a lot it's just kind of weird to think about but he has to thank chris for like why the quickie like the quickie farms that the kiwi farms exist and all that mm. so yeah um, i mean that that site started out just because chris chan right so mm-hmm. but like the kind of yeah. the kind of people that want to like hurt go to the way to hurt chris chan have definitely not helped him have definitely made it worse his like psychic his psychiatric state the people that call him manipulate him and tell them like to do things for himself for their own entertainment. Those people are psychopaths. Fuck those people. You guys aren't any better than Chris Chan. You guys, you guys have harassed and tried to stalk and hurt a mentally in- a handicapped person who's down a psychotic, you know, destruction, and you guys made it worse. So go fuck yourselves. So you guys are not any better. Yeah, but yeah it's a very long and depressing story of Chris Chan. It does have a couple funny moments, though. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does. Like, I, like I said, I avoid this, and I still get like a highlight reel every now and then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just blows my mind when you realize just how long this has been going on. Because we're this talking like, like... 2002, I think. It's when Chris Chan first became a thing, right? Really? No, it was, a little, it was a little later than that, I think. It wasn't it like 2005, 2006? It was, I mean, it was still early internet. Like, it was still like, I mean, probably like 15 to 20 years. That Chris Chan's been a thing. It's been a it's been a it's, really long. That's crazy time. to think that Chris Chan's entire online existence is like as old as me. It's he insane. well, he is the well. I mean, people say he's the most well documented man to ever exist. I mean, it's true. Like he's like one of the people. Like, people suspect that he um was the first Let's player. He used to he used to do the old DSP trick where he would take like the camcorder. And point it at the TV and record himself. No, 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 no. It wasn't though. What Gino Samuel said was he would use an actual. Oh, that's right. He used the card. actual capture card. That's yeah, right. he was smart I'm enough wrong. to get to know what a capture card was back in like two thousand four. Oh, so he was like the first one to actually start using capture cards. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, okay. That's kind of crazy to think about. Man, it all goes back to Christian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, everything the internet goes back to Christian if you really think about it. Yeah, like a. He, I mean, he's like when I say he's a celebrity, I mean I, I mean it. Like he's like a, he's a celebrity. Like he's like that. He, everyone has heard of Chris Chan. And if you have, if you do YouTube internet stuff and you haven't heard of Chris Chan, it's like how, how have you managed? Yeah. And then now you know who Chris Chan is because he got number one trending on uh, Twitter for like two days. <laughs> and now yeah, the it's normies crazy. Are like even to... normies know. I'm looking back uh, now. Apparently, yeah. So 2004. I'm going back to see, looking at the timeline here to see, like, when this all started. I think you were right about 2002. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, it was really, uh, Chris Tram was, like, one of the first people to really utilize the internet. Like, he made his own website in, like, 2002, I believe. And I think people, like, knew how he, who he was because he would go on, like, because, like, the internet used to be just, like, forums. And that's how he used to interact yeah. with people, going on really niche forums and talking with other people. And I think he was on, like, he was either on Life some kind better. of Sonic forum or something like along those lines, some kind of Nintendo forum, where he'd be like, look at my website. Yeah, he made a Bionicle website. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Man, okay, I'm learning a lot today. <laughs> See, I'm not really much of a Christorian. Like, I I paid attention when like crazy, hilarious stuff happened, but I didn't like super follow his life. I was just aware of him and like the crazy stuff he was doing. But you know, like like really like getting into like the internet side of things and doing shows and producing podcasts and all that stuff. I started to like dig a little deeper. I watched uh, the entirety of Gino Samuel's documentary at the time when I had him on my show, and that was he was at mm-hmm. part fourteen, I believe, at the time. Christ, and that was two. That was uh, twenty nineteen. He was at part fourteen, and yeah. I think now he's at like part 16? sixty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he has to take a six month break now because one because of other projects, and two, he's like, yeah. Studying Chris Chan's life this intricately um, kind of messes with your head a bit, you know. Yeah, imagine that'll fuck you up a bit, like doing a case study on. I mean, not only does he have to do a case study of it, he has to edit his own videos. So whatever fucked up shit he's talking about or showing, he has to see it over and over and over again. <laughs> so this poor man, braver, braver than the Marines, to be honest. For real, for real. And he lives in Japan with his cute girlfriend thing. God, like, I wish that was me. <sighs> no, they are. Living the life. They are super cute together. Like they'll upload videos of themselves dancing in their underwear, and like, I mean, it sounds kind of autistic, but no, they're they're so. No, cute is that? Together. I mean, you could, yeah, it sounds cringe, but that's again, that's charming. In the it's same cute. Way. <laughs> they're cute together. Like, uh, man, <laughs> I want to go to gonna, Japan and the... get a cute Japanese waifu. <laughs> going to the... That's why I'm learning Japanese. I need my small Asian this is, girl. This is your uh, With five big glasses. <laughs> yeah. I guess the secret is making a documentary in Christian. I need to find my own artist. To... It's it's funny that Chris could find a boyfriend-free girl for everyone but himself. <laughs> tragedy. It truly you, is like a tragedy. Like with Chris. <laughs> What you should look up Liquid Chris too. Oh, I have I've heard about Liquid Chris. It was the the one who pretended. I think I heard about him because of. I'm the real Chris. Chris Chris He's so talented. I love him. He's my favorite like caricature of the Chris Chan series. He's he's like a guitar player and like a doctor or some shit, right? Yeah, something respectable. (laughs) And he met his wife through like making fun of Chris. Oh my yeah. god. Or or as he as Liquid Chris called him the fake Chris Chan, Ian Brandon Anderson. That's what he called it. <laughs> I would I would look into it just to like keep it on the background or like when you're doing stuff around the house because it's I mean it's pretty fascinating. Do you know Samuel comes off as a pretty like comes off as a pretty neutral dude? He just he's into like making yeah. creative stuff and documentaries, not really into like the whole drama aspect of it. But then like yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean sorry, it's sorry. very fact based and just like stating it as it is, not like really taking opinions or, you know, inserting his own, mm-hmm. like, perspectives into it. It's yeah, just, like, like actual strictly, documentary. Like, this yeah. happened, and then this happened. But his uh, his main focus in life is making music and uh, marrying his cute waifu girl in Japan, so. <laughs> living the dream. Absolutely living the dream. So, uh, <laughs> should we end this podcast on a lighter note? <laughs> that isn't Christian. <laughs> that More would be positive good. thoughts. That would be yeah. good. What was that? That uh, other thing? Yeah. Oh what yeah, the freaking BBC. Oh god, <laughs> this was. You know, oh, we I, love I something. Dimitri. You calm I, down right I, now. We love giant heard... robots here on the Anime Boomer podcast. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the BBC has no idea the difference between <laughs> the giant robots. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Just when you thought God. speed climbing was frightening enough, you now need to impress a transformer two at hashtag Tokyo twenty twenty. Please tell me this tweet was shamed and deleted. No, I think it got ratioed. It got ratioed <laughs> to hell, but I don't think it was deleted. It does look funny because it looks like the um, Gundam is staring at his ass. Which, I mean, pretty base Gundam, I will say. <laughs> Unicorn <laughs> Gundam is just like, that ass! Mm-hmm. I mean, like, <laughs> the, it's funny because I don't pay attention to sports because I'm a weebie, right? I don't give a fuck. But, like, uh, the only thing I see about, like, the like, Olympics is people horny posting over the Olympians. Which... <laughs> there, was, there was a, a very thread. good why a thread. Yeah! Yes! <laughs> Yeah, you're on my level. Yeah. <laughs> That's where the best entertainment is. <laughs> I'm just posting like all like these women's asses and like the really hot guys flexing and stuff like that. It's like yeah. this is pretty nice. I think one of my favorite like Twitter is things is peak human form. It's only natural. One of my favorite Twitter things is say when I die, please crush my ashes and place him in the woman's volleyball. Sandpit. <laughs> that was a great. I tweeted, that, I tweeted that one out. It's like if I if I die of the coof, please you know, please place my ashes in the women's the women's sandpit. <laughs> they were basically nothing. So I was like, I mean, I wow, guess. that's me. As, I was like, that's me as fuck. I want to be in her butthole crack for forever, please. I want to be the little crumb that stays there. Well, don't word it like money. that, Jesus. What? <laughs> it's true! <laughs> oh, now you uh, made it weird. Okay. Okay, man. I'm doing what you love. Poetic. <laughs> he died as he lived. Mm-hmm. Being a yeah. massive fucking perv. <laughs> hey, hey, otter, otter, am I right? Oh, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> I hear those words when my fight or flight activates. Right? It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> your fight or flight sounds like your pee pee. Uh, yeah. yeah. Comes with it. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, I, I was like, I was, uh, I was on Twitter today and I was uh, writing my own fan fiction of fucking someone's dad before they blocked me. So, uh, what? That... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, wait, what? <laughs> It was I'm about this, to uh, bust out fucking... my Aaron impression again. What? It was this fucking idiot because I was uh, ratioing this uh, porn star who does OnlyFans, right? Nice. Because I was making fun of Beta Inferno. I guess it was one of her friendos. And then this simp comes along and we were arguing about the definition of prostitution. And I was like, being a prostitute means doing sexual favors for money. And he's like, no, it means you actually have to fuck him for money. And he no, was like, no, that was it. I was like, Dude, see, she's a prostitute. Like, I don't an online prostitute. Which, I mean, I honestly, I mean, I don't really care if people do that. It's just like you have to be honest what you do, right? And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of in the same realm of how people dress like fetishes that was progressive. It's like, if you just like admit something is what it is, it's like, <laughs> it's I, I could tolerate I like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, what happened was, because they kept posting the definition, they'd be like, I'm right, look, it's a Merriam-Webster, because Merriam-Webster has never been biased or anything. So, uh, and then I just kept being like, I'd rather talk about sucking off your dad. And he's like, <laughs> kept posting the definition. Novel. He kept posting the definition, and I was like, okay, so it starts off with me and your dad making out for an hour. 
And then I just, it keeps getting more and more lewd because all they do is just call me, you're dumb, you smell, you're bad. And I just kept writing this fan fiction. And they finally blocked me when I said, and then I put your dad's dick in my mouth, eating up the rest of the pre cum that was left. Oh, God. And then that. Thanks that's... for the live reading. <laughs> and that's what caused them to block me. So that's how you fuck with people. You just keep talking about fucking their dads, and they eventually <laughs> give up. <laughs> I'll uh, keep that in mind. That's that's terrifying. <laughs> Just like oh, I don't want to fight with Spooky anymore. That's too it's much. Like I don't I don't want to play this game anymore. But I've got something funny <laughs> to show here. Um, apparently, they're trying to push the High Guardian Spice thing again. Oh, oh yeah, I just saw they uh they announced or they. I assume they canceled it. I thought they did too. Yeah. Apparently, they posted the official trailer. And uh, <laughs> this particular there's a lot is, of hidden replies. There's there's a lot of hidden replies. Let me see yeah. if I can find the uh, the actual. Yeah, here it is. It's coming soon to Crunchyroll. Wasn't <laughs> this announced in like 2016, like four years ago? Yeah, yeah, it was. Appar- apparently, it's been done, but they were holding it back because of the backlash. But it's like it's not gonna go away. <laughs> At least that's the rumor I heard. Because, I mean, you're not making a good quality product. You're selling, like, product. Oh, it's made by a woman. And that's the only thing you advertise, which is fucking stupid. Yeah, and I mean, it's not even just that. It's like, if if I'm going to pay for your fucking anime service, I want money either to go to animes or if you have to fund something yourself, anime. Like... Get get a get a thing localized, or you know, get in, get money behind some anime or manga that's possible, or some manga that's popular in the West. One of my favorite things, all like getting seeing people get ratio on Twitter, is whenever they're bitching about like sexualization of this cartoon character, right? And they're like, "Oh, it's written by a woman. Oh, an attractive yeah. lady with also big tits. Oh, okay, get fucked. Need her. Mm-hmm. Were you able to find it, Gator? I'm trying to find the the specific tweet. Let me see. I think it's this Crunchyroll. This crunchy roll. Oh yeah, here it is. Here it is. Okay, let me let me pull this up. Look at all these Bruh. hidden replies. I'm scared what to scroll trash? down. Crash, I'm scared. Yeah, you, you can There's no telling us in these replies. You be fine. Yeah, you're just. I mean, you're just recording this now. That's true. I can I can scroll down. It's like what a waste of Take money. This is what you choose <laughs> to waste your money on. Friendly reminder: I subscribe to you for anime made in Japan, not Western. Oh wait, no! Wait, was that one hidden? Wait, these, that one was hidden? Oh my god! Yes. Oh, <laughs> it's no. literally. Are they hiding any criticism? That's funny. Stop wasting money. Make real anime. Stop wasting our subscription <laughs> money on this absolute filth. No parent company wants to keep you because you lack a good profit margin, yet you want to make some bullshit cartoon that literally everyone has hated and bashed since its inception. Fire everyone involved. Oof. (laughs) I don't think you guys understand that I pay for Crunchyroll for anime from Japan, not for you guys to fund your Cartoon Network knockoffs. Not only are you guys blatantly ripping from other anime, you still haven't addressed the abuse of your donations to fund this show, Instead of fixing your dog shit garbage website. <laughs> <laughs> no, they fund their big luxurious uh, office that they have. Have you seen oh, their yeah, office? Dude. Yeah, it's like a fucking fun house. Like, yeah, it's like a hotel. They even hire the, or, yeah, they can't even afford to pay their translators like decent funds. Not that they are, not that they, their, their work is worth decent funds, but like still. <laughs> I don't know, Dimitri, you're acting kind of sus right now. Oh, God. Yeah, a bit of a sussy baka, you could say. So when are you going to play your employees? Oof. 
<laughs> you have fucking Crunchyroll. Jesus Christ. You have money to make your own cartoon, but not fix your dog shit servers? <laughs> oh, this is great. <laughs> your first mistake was paying for Crunchyroll. <laughs> so true. So Your card Philly DD. Oh, Christina. <laughs> hey, Get Christina. There's Christina. You should give your yeah. subscribers refunds if you're not going to put the money towards your translators. We're the guys who make good anime rather than vanity projects. That's so a fair. True. Yeah, it's a fair thing to say. Weeb fifty six with. Reddit act, humor. Yeah. You guys act mighty tough for a company that's under criminal investigation by the Japanese government for fraud. Thanks to this shit. Wait, really? <laughs> Really? Is that true? I didn't hear about that. Is that new? I didn't hear about that, but I'm gonna go look it up real quick. Yeah, Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll criminal investigation here. I mean, it's not li I was gonna say doing it live, but uh, <laughs> it's not really live. Look how many fucking, uh, what is it called? Emojis oh, they I, have. I think, I think they might be referring to something I talked about before, where it's like the, the Justice Department is looking into because um, Sony owns Crunchyroll and Funimation now, they're looking into if it's a monopoly to like axe them. But, I mean, it technically kind of is, if you think about it. They monopolize on all these different, like, anime. Where it's like, uh, them and High Dive, I think, they're the only ones that are published. Yeah, that's, what, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Because Sony, Sony owns now the two biggest. And I, I, I think High Dive actually works with CR. I don't, I don't remember everything about High Dive. Oh, wait, play the John Tron trip. Yeah, yeah, we gotta, we gotta play the John Tron here. Come on. Get this one out. Come on. I love John Tron. He's got so many good reactions. Yeah. That's so good. Oh no, that's a oh god, that's a animal fucker. Oh no, they got like the little Zeta Z on there. Oh no, one of those. Oh wait, wait maybe they're wait, what? I think they're a parody I, I, actual. Okay, sorry. Yeah, gay trans yeah, that's that looks like a big comedy right there. Uh, super straight, super straight pride. Yeah. <laughs> okay, they so got it. me for a second. <laughs> So it's a parody. Okay, so it was a parody account. Yeah. It also had the Edward in bio, so I don't know if you're gonna. <laughs> that's why I didn't. That's why I didn't highlight the. Uh, that's why I've got the the screen turned off for right now because I was like, I don't know what's in their profile, so I'm just gonna <laughs> gonna see. Oh, okay. Yeah. What a what a shit show's going on over there at, at Crunchyroll. Like, and this is this is another important point is that the entire like anime industry is becoming monopolized. It's all being filtered through what sony wants and in the last episode with yellow flash we talked about how sony is getting increasingly censorship driven in their video game side of things now they have pretty um, much exclusive control over the sub and dub market in america and we're starting to see them do that there starting to they're starting to actually modify the subtitles now and insert yeah. things that weren't there before and it's it's it, the dark future is here today yeah this is another thing i talked about in my localization video but like with sony specifically it, it's a tale that continue many such cases of this lately their, their hq moved to california and ever since then um it's pretty much been downhill to you know californian standards if you will yuck you should uh look up their big luxurious uh office though See how much they paid for that. that, that is oh like... yeah, they spent a lot of money yep. on that stupid office, and they and they like they don't pay their employees worth a shit. Mm -mm. Yeah, 
I remember they they ended up deleting those tweets specifically because everyone was pointing out like the because obviously we we know somewhat of the numbers that the translators are getting and they're like how can you like pay them this when you're like again getting a fun house yeah look at this shit <laughs> it looks yeah, like a convention center <laughs> it looks like so what a uh, Nickelodeon would like put in their yeah. background as like what the characters would walk through what they think an actual theater looks like here's another picture here. Of like just the the crazy stuff that they just put in the this this space here, it's nuts. The, I think they they're worth like a billion dollars. Like I, I'm not even kidding. I think I mean I I don't know if it's like a billion, but I think it's like worth five hundred million dollars. Crunchyroll because they're like the only ones that are really like a huge streaming service for anime specifically. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, there's like specialty ones, but I think a lot of those are in like Japan. Mm-hmm. Yarg, harg, fiddly dee's, would I say? Or buy the Blu-rays? Yeah, buy the Blu-rays from the uh, the official releases from from Japan. Mm-hmm. Don't don't give don't give Crunchyroll any of your money because they spend it on bullshit like this. Look at how de- look at how depressed the uh, the people in this photo look. They were just like, okay, wage I slaves. I mean, they're Crunchyroll employees. Yeah. <laughs> wage slaves, stand in the picture and look excited to be here. And they're just like, but if uh, fifty cents, we'll throw we'll throw a nickel your way, and you'll be happy. Yeah. It literally looks like a fucking studio. Like I, <laughs> that's how intricate it is. It doesn't even look like an office building. I mean, like, like to me, like this looks really nice. I like, it, but that's like, but that's ridiculous that it looks so fucking nice. Like it looks like a fun place. Mm-hmm. It's hey. like a weeb paradise. But the problem is. That they spent all of that money to make it look like a weeb paradise when they could have been paying their employees for their work. <laughs> exactly. It's like Crunchyroll didn't even have a fucking HTML player to, I think, this year or like the middle of last year. Because Flash was dying and they literally needed to. It's like you couldn't have put money towards that. Like you're busy with this for the past like five years. Yeah, it's completely mm-hmm. insane. And, and, and that's why all those replies were being hidden because they were they were the truth. It's like, hey, why don't you fix yeah. your buggy ass website instead of spending money on High Guardian Spice that no one is gonna watch, no one wants to pay for? It's all just like a narcissistic ego thing from the person that made it. Well, it's like even like the advertising for it was like, we're women, we made stuff, and we are vagina havers. Guys, come on, buy our product. Because that was like very 2016. It was very like post Gamergate era of like we're gonna praise women for existing and having vaginas and we need to like promote this and now four years later we're kind of past that as a society if you will where we don't really care about that and now they're still trying to promote this like Steve Universe looking ass bullshit for anime watchers and anime people don't are not really into Steven Universe like that's more yeah, Tumblr we're people to, we're back to we're back yeah. to Gamergate with uh you know ruthlessly making fun of women on the internet again <laughs> it's, a, it's like a renaissance of, of bullying women Gamergate season 10 baby let's go <laughs> that's right it's it's more <laughs> it's more gamey and more and more gator <laughs> by the way when are we gonna get our spaceship funds uh because we're currently in an office so we also need our country roll money so we can go that's off true. in space that's right. We're we're going to take all of the money that we make from the Anime Boomer podcast and we're going to build a massive rocket ship and we're going to launch that sucker into outer space. And we're going to hunt down. We're going to hunt down Tom from Toonami and we're going to force feed him nothing but red pills. 
until the end of time. We're coming yeah. for you, Tom. Yep. <clears throat> so if you guys happen to catch the premiere, and I know Game, uh, Gator's been working on his patron, you guys feel like donating so we can have a fancy new set. That'd be greatly appreciated. Woo woo. Yep, and that's that- one of the next things I'm going to be working on is I'm going to readjust the Patreon, which is patreon.com slash thegatorgamer. I'm going to I'm gonna add new tiers and change up the tiers that exist. Uh, one of the things I'm thinking about is allowing people that are member, either members on YouTube or patrons on Patreon to watch the recording of the episode live, kind of like how Dick Masterson does it with his show, where uh-huh. whenever he records, people that are in, like, the Discord, like the Patreon Discord, can, like, hop in and listen, or they can listen in on, like, YouTube and Patreon or, or something along those lines. And so you kind of get to see the episode before I go through and edit out, like, you know, things here and there, the pauses or, you know, the, the sniffles and the coughs and things of that nature. So you get all that stuff live. So that's one of the tiers I'm thinking about, as well as producing bonus content. I think one of the things that Spooky suggested in a previous episode I, I don't know if I, I may have edited that out. It may have been after we finished recording one of the episodes was a watch through of all of the parts of anime of AMV hell. Oh yeah. 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 Like a drunk, you like a about, drunk watch through of that. Yes. Bonus content. You know like about that. that Dimitri, right? AMV hell. Uh, I can't recall, but maybe if I saw some. How into like, the uh, convention scene were you? Uh, me, particularly, I actually only have gone to, like, four conventions, and, like, a lot of the conventions weren't even, like, super anime-focused. Like, I used to go to MAGFest a lot. MAGFest is where I met, like, JonTron, ProJared. <laughs> I, I met Lyle McDouchebag in an elevator when he was just fucking plastered. It was funny. Um, <laughs> which is, like, the most, like, Lyle story you can think of, right? <laughs> um yeah, I, I want to go to cons more. I just could not afford it for, like, a large portion of my life, so. Yeah, they were, that really reminds me just how freaking expensive they were even back then. Because um, I remember I would save up, for, I would save up, like, doing all sorts of, all sorts of, uh, you know, trying to save up Prostitute as much Prostitute your as butthole in the street? I get you. Well, well, I never did that. <laughs> just how much money it took to, like, get to those fucking conventions. Because some of them were, like... The three-day pass was, like, $60, $70, which, like, that doesn't sound like a lot now. They're like, oh, you know, 60 Like, when you're a kid, that is a lot. When of you're money. a kid, that's a lot of damn money. That's, like, now, like, I mean, it's not only that. You gotta play for plane tickets, which are, like, they're really expensive nowadays, too, especially post-corona. And then, uh, mm-hmm. uh hotel tickets, um, it's just, and then having to pay for your own food, and then if you want to cosplay or buy garbage the garbage in the vendor hall like you gotta because like if you go to like anime expo which is like what me and demetri are actually planning on going to um last year before you know the pandemic happened um we i mean we were like stepping up at least two grand to go yeah. to la so yeah i remember last time i went i spent like just 500 on like merch and shit and like it's la so the money the food's not exactly cheap either mm-hmm <clears throat> Plus paying ticket, plus Airbnbs or hotels, like it's ugh. it's crazy. It's crazy how much money you can spend just going to just going to one convention. Now imagine yeah. some of these people; they go to like five, six, or seven conventions in a year. That's crazy to me. I I couldn't do that. Like I haven't been to an anime convention 
I don't even remember the last time, but it's been at at bare minimum ten years. Actually, bare minimum. me, me, uh, you, Gator, and Flan were actually planning to go anime Matsuri twenty twenty. I'm kind of glad locked it down. Actually, I'm kind of glad they kind of like <laughs> kind of collapsed on itself. <laughs> on the only case because anime Matsuri, which is the second big, biggest convention in the in the um, United States, and anime Expo, which is the biggest convention in the United States. We're a week apart from each other. Yeah. And I would have been <laughs> fucking dead at the end of it. <laughs> Absolutely dead. Oh, so that's the so you went to Anime Expo. I yeah. was oh Dimitri did. I was planning on going to it. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been that would have been pretty rough for you to like turn around from Anime Matsuri and just immediately jet set over to Anime Expo. Yes. <laughs> only in like a few days because i like i had stayed up like two weeks on my uh my the job i was working at the time to take those weeks off, or those days off right and then i was planning on calling in the following day so i could just recuperate right so i had i had stayed up for like like half a year of uh vacation time and um yeah then it just ended up shooting itself and then i eventually took a, a ton of vacations when the pandemic was happening working like 60 hours because i was working in retail no that's retail sucks retail sucks i I know (laughs) especially like pandemic retail oh my god fuck that yeah it sounds like a bad combination anyway is there anything else we need to discuss before we head off to the outer space and we drop drop dimitri off in texas drop dimitri off on the planet of women from dread Let's go. Covered in elk pussy. <laughs> I didn't guys hear that? That's dream. my cat crying. You fucking bunch of fucking weebs. Well, yeah, that's why you're listening. You're listening to a bunch of weebs do weeb shit and say weeb things for your entertainment. That's that's why you're here. That's why you that's why you listen to us. And we, oh, my cat's bitching it. at me. Good content. My cat's is bitching at me specifically because I haven't fed her just yet. So I need to go feed my cat. Dimitri Monroe, thank you for joining us as our guest today. Go ahead and promote what you do, what you talk about. All right. Well, thanks. It's been fun. I always enjoy podcasts with Spooky. Uh, like I said, you can find me on, at Dimitri Monroe on YouTube where I you know, make analysis videos. I, I talk about localization uh, quite a bit, which is something we talked about today. Uh, and then I also just ship posts on Twitter, and then sometimes I stream on YouTube as well. So uh, feel free. Just look up Dimitri Monroe in any of those places. That's where I am. But yeah, uh, thanks for having me. I had a really good time. Yeah, thanks for thanks for coming on the show. It's always fun to have uh, new people that I really haven't interacted with all of that much on the show. Spooky has a Rolodex mm-hmm. of like a lot of like weeb Twitter, so we're trying to yeah. kind of like rotate <laughs> rotate as many different people in and out as we possibly can. I mean, people that we you know want to bring on the show. I don't think uh, Mother's Basement yeah, will course. be here anytime soon. I would love hey. it if he was on. I would love oh, to look right. at him in his stupid fucking oh. fat face and go, ha, 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 you fucking loser. Ha, ha, you, your wife does porn. <laughs> Dude, two, two, two things about Mother's Basement, actually. One, uh, it used the YouTube wiki that me and Spooky were talking about. I don't remember if it was in the podcast or before where it lists us as dating. Um, it also used to say me and Mother's Basement were like best friends or something, which just felt like a shit post. <laughs> And two, going back to what you just said about his wife, did you see how he was posting like photography and he's like, oh yeah, I'm learning all this like photo cinematography thing to take better pictures for uh, taking better pictures of my wife, which, you know, she does porn. 
And she's a beast yeah. too. On top of that, she's also a cloud chaser. Like she's like a a ten a ten guy guy no gal a ten gal kind of girl who's like a moth thing. So many attention seeking e girls jumped into that. Yeah, and they're boring. So yeah, no, because because <laughs> they're still just attention seeking e girls beyond having a, a cute P and G. Instead of showing my actual titties, I'm showing my non-existent. Anime girl cheekies. Like I think I th- the one that bothers me the most is honestly Giga's Dick Giga's girlfriend thing. She's fucking annoying. I hate her because like not only is she like I mean she's a bitch too because she like made a whole shit fist when everyone was making fun of her ring size because Giga bought her a really uh really tiny ass uh. and so people were making fun of her ring size and she like had a shit fit over it. But uh, also like. I mean, she openly brags and talks about watching cuck porn, That's... which is which is so weird to me. Like, if if I had it was dating someone, they were talking about wanting to get blocked while dating That's me. That's a red flag. I, I would break up with them immediately. I that, that was like that's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> I like the giga. Your wife fantasizes about cheating on you. Why are you okay with that? What the well, maybe fuck? There's a very there's a very easy reason to say why he might be. Oh, because he's that. a bad cheese. Yeah, I get it. Beta. You know? <laughs> you can give all these YouTubers you can give all these YouTubers millions of dollars and they'll still be betas at the end of the day. There plus- there's there's like a weird concentration of like YouTubers or this YouTube men that are just like complete fucking cucks. Like unironically, I mean I dubs we mentioned earlier mm-hmm. where like his wife posted nudes on his wedding day, I believe, or something. Oh yeah, when they Isn't got eloped. Yeah. yeah. And I think he helped take the photos for her too. Yeah. Which is weird. I he's just a beaten can't and even imagine. man. I know, dude. I mean, like, uh <sighs> I mean before we go out, I would just say it like this. Like the whole IDUB's like saying like, I don't care, people jerk off to my wife. Like, you know, like you can tell that he's very insecure about it because it wasn't like a funny parody video or anything that he normally does where he like makes fun of people it was him mm. bitching for like 20 yeah. minutes straight that people were making fun of him and he's like yeah. i don't actually care well it's like if you didn't actually care you would make a whole like thing about it and you make a parody or you'd keep your fucking mouth shut but obviously it disturbed yeah. you enough that your wife's a whore and she spreads <laughs> her butthole that you made people that you bitched about it for 20 minutes straight on your channel and you're clearly, it wasn't funny. It, it was very you being insecure about it. And just, I don't know, man. Beta. I'd believe it if iDubbbz only made that one picture post he did where he, like, made, like, a fake angry face at the camera and was, like, a fake rant. Like, mm-hmm. if he just did that, I'd believe he, like, genuinely didn't care, even if I, like, think it's kind of gross to be in that situation. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, the video thing comes off as insecure. Mm-hmm. It's a cope. It is. The, 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 great, the greatest cope of all. All right, and I think that's a great place to go ahead and wrap up this wrap up this episode. Positive eh? note. On a positive <laughs> note, making fun of Idoves yeah. and his wife. It is pretty positive. <laughs> it, it, it's very positive. It's very positive. We, Again, me and Kyle, we're, we're positive. We're very positive. We're HIV yeah. positive. Fucking Cartman! Fucking Cartman! All right, I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. I want to thank Dimitri Monroe for joining us. Spooky Weeb Trash for co-hosting. You can find her content. YouTube.com slash SpookyWeebTrash, or you can find her bestest of friend, bestest, her bestie on Twitter, Twitter.com slash SpookyWebTrash, not WeebTrash, SpookyWebTrash, gotta make that, yes. gotta make that clear, it's Spooky's yeah. bestie, 
Spooky's just best ignore friend. the fact that she acts and sounds and looks just like me. Because my actual just... best friend is Dimitri Monroe. So true. I was going to say that just shows how close you two are. You and this spooky. It's almost world. incestual how close we are. <laughs> it's almost. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we don't need to be jailing. You know, sending any more people from the internet to jail today. Okay. <laughs> If you like this episode, if you like this episode, definitely subscribe on YouTube and on anchor.fm slash anime boomers. You can also go to animeboomers.live to go directly to the podcast feed. And also gatortime.live will send you directly to youtube.com slash the gator gamer. Eventually, I know I've said this like two episodes in a row, but eventually there's going to be a website there where you'll be able to find old past episodes of Gator Time and the Anime Boomer podcast with show notes and links and everything that you know you can kind of kind of peruse and see some of the stories and the things that we've talked about. I want to thank you guys for tuning in today and we'll see you next time. <laughs>